Tyson McGuffin taking on Tyler Loom. And Tyson McGuffin's going to win it. But watch what happens after the game is over. Tyson McGuffin going to wait for the cameras to go away, and they never do. Look at this. Finger to Tyler Lung on the bench. What's that all about? And it continues. He's cursing at him. I see an F word. I see a P word. And Tyler Lung cracks up at how intense it is. What the heck? What was that all about? We're going to get all into it. Welcome to the Sorry Not Sorry Pickleball Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Kelly. This week, we're at the PPA's Baird Wealth Management Cincinnati Open presented by Vizzy. That is a mouthful. And we had a weekend full of awesome pickleball. Lots of drama going down. Some interesting upsets. We're going to talk all about it. But before we do, if you guys wouldn't mind hitting that like button, sharing this show with your friends who are trying to get into pro pickleball, hitting that subscribe button in case you aren't already subscribed to the show, hit that notification bell so you could always get updated the minute an episode drops. You could also support the show by checking out the Etsy store. Go ahead and grab yourself a Sorry Not Sorry t-shirt, a hat, a towel, a water bottle. And with that out of the way, let's go ahead and get into this week's episode. This is the new and improved forgiveness. Forgiveness is more than saying sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Forgiveness. I'm not sorry I took the money. <laughs> All right, let's start off by talking about women's doubles. We had the Kawamoto twins taking on Catherine Parento and Anna Lee Waters. Before we talk about the gold medal match for women's doubles, let's talk about some of the semifinal matches we saw on Saturday. In this one, we had the Kawamoto sisters taking on Megan Dizon and Anna Bright. And man, was it a fun match to watch because the Kawamotos were on fire. I mean, check out this rally right here. Classic women's doubles. Firefights galore. Who's going to win it? Oh, and finally. So the Kawamotos, they took the first game quite easily, 11-3. to And then in this second game, they're going to take it 11-6. to And just look at Jade and Jackie just firing away. And they're going to make their way to Championship Sunday to take on Catherine Parento and Annalie Waters. To my... Family and friends for coming out and being loud. Um, yeah, the energy was great. Was Jackie like, giving praise to everybody. Double astigmatism, but uh, Jade played awesome, and yeah, it was just really fun. Look at Jade. She's like, what? Did you just say something nice to me? Jade's like, she going to talk shit? Whoa, wait a minute. Was that a compliment? So let's fast forward now to Sunday in the gold medal match. Jade and Jackie went down hard in the first game, 11-4, to but here in the second game, they put up quite a fight. They're going to get within one point here. Seven to six going into the timeout. And then coming out of the timeout, they end up tying this thing up seven seven after a nice little rally back and forth. Unfortunately, it was not enough for them. They weren't able to score any points after that. Catherine and Annalie, they took game two as well. So game three, bit of a different story. Kawamoto's get up three nothing. And they were looking good. Do we have some hope of something different happening on Sunday? Catherine and Annalie have never been beat. 
So this would be really interesting if they were able to pull this off. So it ends up being five to three. Kawamoto's still up. And watch this rally. This one's gonna take a while, but it was a great point right here. Lots of good firefights turn into slowing it down. Some good dinking. Jade the lefty with some nice backhand dinks. Gotta be very careful when you're playing Anna Lee and Catherine Parenta. You can't really make a mistake. Because they will eat it up. And then watch this overhead. Oh, Catherine Parento with an amazing reset. And then Catherine Parento slams it. Reset by Jackie. <laughs> They're going to keep this point ready to defend the ATP. But oh, no. Jackie sails it long. Oh, how disappointing. So 5-6 now for Annalie and Catherine. And Annalie just takes over. Ties the game up with that point. So Kawamoto's face off a few match points. And they find themselves down by three here. And they're going to keep on fighting. They really are trying hard to take a game away from them. And look at this point right here. Gets the lob in. Captain Parento is able to handle it. Anna Lee all over the place scrambling. Some good defense by Anna Lee and Catherine, but not enough. Kawamoto's win that point. It's 10-8 now. So Kawamoto's down by two. It's 10-8. They're going to be able to do it. They put another one away. It's 10-9. So they end up tying the game up at 10. And watch this. Anna Lee dumps one in the net. They got the lead. It's 11-10. One point away from taking a game away from Anna Lee and Catherine Parento. So they're one point away from taking a game from them. And watch all this crazy good defense from Annalie and from Catherine Parento. I mean, man, you got to respect that. So close to winning the game, but they survive for another point. So Annalie and Catherine Parento, they end up taking the lead here 12-11, and they're going to put this next point away. They win the match three games straight, this last one being 13-11. So Annalie Waters, Catherine Parento, they get the gold medal for women's doubles. I love this after the game. Lacey Shaneman, what is she doing? Does she give him more advice? Yeah, you know what you guys should have done? Yeah, we get it, Lacey. Leave us alone, okay? All right, next up, let's talk men's doubles. We had Dylan Frazier and J.W. Johnson taking on Ben and Colin Johns for the gold medal match here on Sunday. So before we talk about the gold medal match, let's rewind and talk about a few different matches that took place on Saturday for men's doubles. This match was really interesting. This was early on in the day. J-Dub and Dylan, they got game point, match point on their paddle. And watch what happens here. All of a sudden, in the middle of this point, you're going to see something come into the court here. Wait for it. There it is. Look at that. A ball. What the hell? Where did that come from? Did a fan toss it in? Who did that? Ball on. There's not like a court next to them. They're in the middle of a huge dink rally and then just plop, a ball just rolls on. So let's stroll on over to Grandstand at the same time as that match and see what the heck happened here. Riley Newman and Thomas Wilson are taking on Julian Arnold and Callan Dawson. And after this intense rally, look at that, tries to go for the Ernie. Oh, gets the lob to get in. Some good defense. Oh, scrambling. How does he get that? Look at this rally. 
Whoever loses this is going to be pissed. Who's the one that lost? Oh, and then Riley Newman's like, you know what? Get out of here. I don't like that ball. I didn't like it either. Julian Arnold says, I didn't like it either. Julian Arnold, winner off the net. Riley Newman says, get the f out of here, ball. And lands right in their court. Man, what a nice shot. Riley Newman, I believe. Was able to clear all the stands. We also have to talk about this quarterfinal match. Ben and Colin Johns taking on Pablo Tellez and Federico Stackstrud. And oh my goodness, look at that. They tie it up 12-12. Ben and Colin John's not going down without a fight. Look at that ATP from Ben in a clutch moment. Get the serve back on their side. Let's see that one more time. Very clean. So Stackstrud and Tejas up 14-13. Are they able to take a game away from the Johns brothers? Check this out. Pablo Tejas smacks it home. They're going to take game one 15-13. Let's go. So here we go. Game two. 8-3 Johns Brothers, and look what happens here. There's a streaker on the court. Where did he come from? In a Speedo, in a mask? What the hell just happened? Look at this dude. How did he get on the court? Why is nobody stopping him? Is he wearing an army helmet? Everybody's like, what? Can somebody arrest this man? This is the second time he's done this. Look at Colin. He's like, are you kidding me? That was disgusting. I saw his hairy butt cheeks. This is the same thing that happened last year. Check this out. Look, same guy wearing the same outfit against Ben and Colin Johns, of course. CPA. I think it's the first time for pickleball. That's how we know officially we made it big on TV. We just had a streaker. He pops around that same corner and then runs through the court. Okay, I'm sorry, but I just do not buy that this is just some genuine dude who likes to go streaking onto pickleball courts. And he just somehow bypassed security to get on there. Security. <laughs> Nobody cares. It's the same guy, same outfit, same mask, same helmet, same Speedo, I'm sure. I hope he washed it from last time. The PPA must be hiring this dude. Colin is pissed. He's like, again? I don't get it. I hate it here. Ohio sucks. Anyways, game three comes, and they're able to get up 10-7. Pablo Tellez and Federico Staxrud are one point away from taking this match in the quarterfinals against Ben and Colin Johns. So Ben and Colin, they keep scraping their way back. It's 10-9 now, and oh no, they got it to land. Pablo's like, you've got to be kidding me. How did we let that one slip in there? Look how close this is. Right on there. Oh, that is just so disheartening. So it's tied up 10-10. Ben and Colin on their second serve. And watch Fed and Pablo fight for this. Ernie, defended by Colin, though. And then watch that overhead. They both managed to get it in there. Handle the lob. Oh, but somehow the Johns brothers make their way back to the kitchen line for a firefight. And put it away. Fed is so pissed. Smacks his paddle. Colin John's fist pumping. Oh my gosh, what a crazy firefight. And Fed is just like, you've got to be kidding me. So Ben and Colin John's are going to take this one 12 to 10. They win the match. Fed and Pablo were one point away. They were up 10-7. But the John's brothers made their way back. So let's fast forward now to the semifinal match. We got Ben and Colin John's taking on Thomas Wilson and Riley Newman. Can Riley Newman make it to Sunday? 
with now a different partner. Thomas Wilson looks like his best partner yet, so it seems like they got a good chance. They're tied 4-4 here, and they get into an interesting little battle between both teams here. Nice little firefight. Oh, and Thomas Wilson smacks his paddle. He can't take it. How do I beat them? So we're tied up 5-5 here. And watch what happens to Riley Newman. Oh, right in the head. Another headshot. Watch this. Bow. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I'd be so pissed. I mean, imagine losing this rally at this close of a game. Oh, Colin John, sorry, dude. That is a big time sorry, not sorry. Oh, my goodness. Is his teeth okay? So Newman and Wilson up by one point here in this first game. But Ben and Colin, they know how to stay in it. Watch this shot from Ben. Oh, find some open space there. So Newman and Wilson keep fighting. They get themselves one point away from taking a game away from the Johns brothers. And guess what? They're going to get it. Colin dumps one in the net. And Riley Newman goes straight to the bench. No paddle taps for you. Everybody was a little bit confused if he was going to paddle tap or not because look at this. On Friday, he ends up paddle tapping after the first game in the semifinal match for Mixed. So game two, Riley Newman and Thomas Wilson, they're down 10-7, but they're not giving up. Riley Newman with a little feather shot there. So they got the serve now. They're just down by two. It's 10-8 here. And watch this firefight. Who's going to end it? Ben Johns with the beautiful Ernie. So 10-9 now. They're one point away from tying this. And Riley Newman just takes over and lights Colin up. Gets in his face. Newman walks directly to the getting aggressive out here. Riley Newman getting so cocky. Newman and Wilson are tied up 10-10. Just two points away from winning this match. They were up 10-7 but couldn't hold on to it. So here come Ben and Colin. Look at this point. I mean, man, playing some great D. Some good firefights. Oh, look at this. Gets it to land, but Ben... Keeps it in. Are you kidding me? Who is going to win this point? It's Newman and Wilson's serve. So if they get it, they get up a point lead. Everything's calmed down. Who's going to start up the firefight? Thomas Wilson. Riley. Thomas does. Oh, and Colin's sitting on the counter. So then 10-10. Colin comes alive. Look at that. Hanging in there with the firefights against Riley. He said, no, no, no. And then watch this on 11-10. Riley has a chance to smack one home and misses it. Hits off the frame. Oh, how embarrassing. Lost the game on a miss hit. So game three is going to be really close, right? Not at all. Look at that score. It's 10-0. And they pickled them in the third game. What the hell? What happened to them? And they win game three. Riley mishit the one ball and then gave up. They were one point away. They had it 10-7 in the second game. And they go on to lose 13 straight points. So here we go back to Sunday. Ben and Colin Johns took game one 11-6. Similar score here in game two. And watch this battle. Firefight. Oh, beautiful job by both sides here. Great reset by Colin. Look at these resets. And then we're going to fast forward through some dinking here. 
Oh, and a lob smashed by Ben to put it away for the second game. They win that one 11-6 as well. So third game, bit of a different story. J-Dub and Dylan, they got hot in this one. And look at that beautiful Ernie from Dylan Frazier. So in the middle of game three, we had this weird interview with Ben and Colin's grandparents. Listen to what they said about Ben. There's no doubt they have huge personalities. CJ is cautious call and no two ways about it. Very structured, very disciplined. Ben kind of flies off the cuff, but he's very cerebral, so he's always thinking. Cautious so. Colin, huh? Well, Ben was, he was the naughty one. Naughty? <laughs> I think he got more spankings than Colin did. Whoa. More spankings. They both got spanks. Ben, more spankings. So anyways, back to the match. J-Dub and Dylan got a 9-1 lead on them. But Ben says, I don't think so. So Ben and Colin get it to 9-8. Oh, and then Colin with a neck cord. Oh, he hates those. Gotta love a solid Colin John's reaction to getting a ball off the net. He's like, why? Why is it always him? So that puts J-Dub and Dylan up 10-8. And Colin John's dumps one in the net to lose this third game. So here we go. J-Dub and Dylan, they took one away from him. We're going to game four now. So here we go. Game four, J-Dub and Dylan down by one point here, three to two. We get into a nice little firefight, calms down for a little bit. But then J-Dub loves initiating it, and he finishes. It's a tie game, 3-3. Three, three. So fast forward a bit. It's now 8-7. Dylan and J-Dub just down by one point still. Ben and Collins playing some great defense, trying to make their way back up to the kitchen line. A little fire fight. Settled down by Colin Johns. Cautious Colin settles it down with a reset. And then we're going to see some dinking here. J-Dub tries to go for the ATP, but can't get it. Colin John's so pumped. He's like, yes, thank God for that post. So Dylan and J-Dub down by three, now down by two with that overhead slam by Dylan. And watch this, Ernie by Colin John's. And so Ben and Colin, they are going to win this one. Four games, this fourth game, 11 to eight. Ben and Colin Johns get the gold medal. And so Ben Johns is going to go celebrate with his family like he does quite a lot in such a weird way. His whole family showed up to see him win his 100th gold medal on the PPA Tour. Look at him hug his whole family. I guess you could say that uh, Ben has a very interesting relationship with his family, including his sisters. I mean... This whole thing is just giving weird vibes here. Look at this. What the hell? What was that all about? You know, everybody's family's different. I get it. Some people are closer than others, but like the hand on the leg right there, the inner thigh, and then, you know, the whole forehead thing, almost kissing thing. Like, what the hell? I would never do that with anybody in my family. So Connor Bardot is going to give Ben Johns his 100 gold trophy, looking like a bunch of plastic spoons put together. Connor Pardo in his weird-ass suit and tie, looking all dorky. He's trying to look like he's got money now that he just gave a ton away. He doesn't want to let anybody know that PPA is going broke. Listen to what he says. Grab the bottom. Don't break this. 
Grab the bottom. Don't break this. If you do, I'm ripping up your contract. Yay, and we have fireworks for you too, Ben. You see them? Me neither. Smoke. The fireworks aren't real, just like Vibe Pickleball. It's really loud. Loud pickleball. Vibe pickleball fireworks. Yeah, go ahead and show us that yellow smoke. That's for you, Ben. You deserve it. All right, next up, let's talk mixed doubles. Our Sunday gold medal match was Vivian David and Thomas Wilson, and they're taking on Anna Lee Waters and Ben Johns. So let's actually rewind to Friday for mixed doubles day. Hurricane Tyra Black and Rafa Hewitt were so fun to watch all day. In this match, they're taking on Tyson McGuffin and Catherine Parento. Look at that tweener from Rafa Hewitt. Beautiful shot. Rafa had some amazing plays this weekend. Here's another one. Watch this play. Rafa backing up around the back spin cycle. He's able to put it over and wins the point. How do you not get pumped up? Watch this one more time. Spin around. Round himself up. Oh, my goodness. That's a great shot. This was definitely one of the best matches to watch all weekend. I mean, right here, they tie it up 11-11. Catherine Parento and Tyson McGuffin had match point on their paddle. But Hurricane Tyra Black takes over. Rafa knows it. So Rafa and Hurricane Tyra Black are going to pull off game two. We're going to game three for the big upset. Look, he's already rounding them up. So Rafa and Hurricane Tyra Black end up getting a big here, up by three points, and a footfall called on Tyson. Look how pumped Rafa is. Yeah, Jiro on the refs, everybody. Good call, ref. Look at that get. Oh, around the back. Unbelievable, man. This guy does all the cool trick shots. And so check it out. The upset happens. Hurricane Tyra Black dominating. Look at that. And Rafa's so pumped, he just goes in for the huge hug and is like, oh, wait, that's right, we got a high five first. Now let's celebrate. Hurricane Tyra Black, so chill, so calm. She acts like she's been there before. Rafa acting like it's MLP over here. Look at the finger guns. So let's also, real quick, talk about the semifinal match from Ben and Anna Lee against Anna Bright and James Ignata, which look at that slam right there. Ben says, hold up, wait a minute. Hold on a second here. So they're going to say that James Ignatowicz hit that so hard that the ball got altered. The rule is if it cracks in the middle of a play, it's a redo. Little bit ridiculous because he slammed that thing and there was no getting that, whether it stayed intact or not. So it's going to go up to a review. So such a weird thing to challenge. Nothing that I could really see from these camera angles. I don't know. The ball looks fine. So you'd think that with a video challenge on the side of Ben and Anna Lee that they have to prove that this got deformed if that's what they're claiming. I don't know. I don't see any sort of anything going on there. Ball looks fine. So let's see. After video review. The call is overturned. The ball what? did deflate. We'll replay. Deflated? What the hell? How'd the plastic ball get deflated? What does that even mean? Did they not fill it up with air? What on earth just happened? Is this a case of PPA favoritism? If this happened the other way around, would it still be the case? Would they overturn a call and say it was deflated? So here's the weird part. If we rewind, look, Anna Lee was the one that served it. 972. 
And she's on the right side of our screen there. That was who served at 9-7-2. They're going to replay the point. So it should be Anna Lee serving on the right side of our screen. Second serve. So why is Ben serving on the left side at 9-7-2? That makes no sense. They even like stop it real quick to make sure he's in the right spot. They completely got the server out of order. So not only is that a terrible call, but for some reason, Ben Johns ends up serving the next point. Absolutely terrible refing over here. So anyways, back to Sunday for our gold medal match. Thomas Wilson and Vivian David make their way there. They're going to take on Ben and Anna Lee Waters. And they're already up 6-1 to one against Ben and Anna Lee. Coming out with a strong lead. And look at this. Fire fight back and forth. Oh, somehow Ben gets that one to land in. So it ends up becoming a tie game, 6-6. And watch Thomas Wilson get a nice little body bag on Ben. Take that. They got a one-point lead now, 7-6 in this first game. So Ben and Annalie end up getting a one-point lead. It's now 9-8. We got a close game on our hands. And then look at this from Thomas Wilson with dad power. He just became a father, and he's playing like one. And here we go. It's 9-8 still. And Vivian David says, I want to have some fun too. So we're tied 9-9 in this first game. So at 9-9, they do the little shake and bake with Vivian David. Gets it to go. They got game point on their paddle. But Ben and Anna Lee, they keep fighting. Watch this point. Some great defense. Thomas Wilson trying so hard to just put one away. Look at these angles. How does Ben get that in? Thomas Wilson with a quick little push-up to punish himself for his bad behavior. Look at his angle. Oh. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, Viv. Okay, so here we go. It's 10-10 now. Thomas fighting for that middle spot. Anna Lee tries the ATP. It's defended. Vivian with great reasons. Look at this soft little Ernie Dink. Tries to speed up on Anna Lee, and she slams it home right off the net. And so Ben and Anna Lee, they were down 10-9, to 9, but they come back. And look at that. Off the foot fault. They're going to take game one. How disappointing for Vivian David and Thomas Wilson. So game two was close for a little bit. We had it tied 3-3, but then Ben and Anna Lee pull away. And look how this one ends. Another foot fault to end it. They're sharing responsibilities. This time it's Thomas Wilson. Oh, just on the line maybe i don't know the toe part of your shoe curls up does it even make contact with that line let's see uh that angle maybe when he presses down right there i don't know i don't think so it's so deceiving oh that's so tough to call it could be the shadow of his shoe i don't think he's on i mean that is just so close so for this third game, Ben and Anna Lee get up big. Look at that ATP to get it to 10-1. They're one point away from getting a gold medal. And so Ben and Anna Lee, they're going to get the gold medal here. And they win mixed doubles. Ben's 101st gold medal of his career. All right, next up, let's talk women's singles. We had Anna Lee Waters. Taking on Catherine Parento, a matchup we've seen way too many times. Before we talk about the gold medal match, let's actually rewind to Thursday and talk about women's singles real quick. 
for some reason, it seemed like there was a lot of withdrawals on the women's side of things for singles. Now, a lot of people were speculating, is this some sort of way to stick it to the PPA from all the MLP players? Is it something about players not getting paid? At this point, nobody really knows. It definitely doesn't seem like it was something MLP versus PPA related because there was plenty of PPA players that decided to not play on Thursday. There was also plenty of MLP players that did play on Thursday. Seems like something was kind of going on behind the scenes. We have yet to really figure out exactly what it is. The end result of all these great players withdrawing was that we ended up with a semifinal match of Annalie Waters versus Ava Ignatowicz, James Ignatowicz's sister. And she gets pickled in her first game. How, Let's like see what James sister. says I've seen about her his sister. Name. She plays singles, right? Are we still How's she doing? How's her game? Are we still recording? We are. She's great. She's a good player. She's, <laughs> She's great. She's great. James, why can't you love your sister like Ben loves his sister? You shouldn't be talking smack. You should be rubbing your forehead against hers. Anyways, back to Sunday. This is the matchup we always see, no matter who is in the semifinals. And look at this point from Anna Lee Waters. So Annalie Waters is going to take this first game 11-6 to off of this crazy point right here. Look at that. Just gets it to go in. And this second game wasn't even close. Annalie wins it off the net. 11-2. She's going to get her gold medal. She triple crowns again. Isn't the PPA so exciting and fun and you never know what's going to happen? Yes, we do. We could have bet a ton of money on this happening. We would have won nothing because the odds favor this happening every single time. All right, next up, let's talk men's singles. We had Federico Stackstrud taking on Ben Johns this Sunday for the men's gold medal match. But before we talk about that, we got to talk about the biggest story that came out of men's singles all weekend long. This exchange from Tyler Loom and Tyson McGuffin. Tyson McGuffin so clearly just waiting for the cameras to go. He thinks he's safe. And then he says, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you, dude. Here's a finger. You're a pussy. You're a fucking pussy. Tyler's like, what the hell just happened? Did I just get cursed out by Tyson McGuffin, the family man? Let's see it from a different angle. He just comes right up to him. Gets in his face. You ain't And my podcast better than yours. Tyler's like, that was entertaining. Why can't you be this funny on your own podcast, Tyson? Look at Tyler Lung. He's just, you know what? Hats off to you, dude. Standing ovation. That was fantastic. Let me bow to you. Yes, you are great. I'm so sorry for not worshiping you, Tyson. Yes, congrats. Let's see what he had to say about it in the post-game interview. I have to ask, Tyson. We saw off-camera a little conversation between you and Tyler. Just a little conversation. Match, and it might not have been positive. Would you care Probably to elaborate not. a little bit? Yeah, it's just boys being boys. Uh, he likes oh, to uh, boys being you boys. Know, uh, comment about me in a, in, a, in a very positive way on his podcast, so I decided to let him Oh, out. podcast wars. So he's all pissed off because on King of the Court, Apparently, it's just from Jimmy calling out Tyson McGuffin about how one time they saw him at the airport and he had his wife carrying all the bags for him and he was just walking ahead, not carrying anything, just making his wife do all the hard work. I don't think that's really talking bad about his wife, which clearly he thinks is the problem. He commented on the dink post about it. Talk about my wife and you get put on blast, dude. So I don't think that 
they ever said anything about his wife. Like, yes, the wife was brought up, but were they ever talking bad about her? Let's see what Tyler Lung had to say about it after. Do you want me to say what, what happened? Yes. Beep, 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 beep. Just kidding. Um, yeah, he had some choice words for me. It came out of the blue. Um, I wasn't really sure what had happened. I went to my chair afterwards and he walked past and then all of a sudden he looks at me and starts kind of going off and I was taken, taken by surprise to say the least. And he went off for about what felt like three minutes or so. Do you think Tyler Lung was scared? Do you guys have any prior hate against each other before this? Not to my knowledge, um, which apparently I've heard since. Um, I have a podcast, and uh, my co-host can say some some wild things at times. Oh, so you're just going to blame Jimmy. said something about one of his uh, family members, and so I think he was taking that out on me. But I don't recall myself doing anything. or. It wasn't me. It was Jimmy. Jimmy did it. Not me. I don't know. It's kind of weird to just throw your co-host under the bus like that. I get you saying, like, hey, I didn't say anything. Say that all you want. That makes sense. But to just be like, well, actually, it was actually my co-host. He was the one that said it. Come on, Tyler. Be better than that. I mean, look, I'm not that big of a Tyson McGuffin fan. I think he's very douchey, very cocky. But I got to say, that's pretty badass giving somebody the finger like that after a match. Even though he did it for the wrong reason, I want more of this. I loved it when Pablo Tellez did it. I love it even more right now that he's doing it to Tyler Lung based off of stuff said on a podcast, nonetheless. The next episode of King of the Court and Tyson McGuffin's podcast are actually probably going to be really good. So here we go. Back to Sunday. Fed taking on Ben. Fed plays Ben a lot. And it's about time he starts to show up and do something special. So he gets up 7-3 to three against Ben here. And watch this point play out. Man, lots of crazy gets. Especially this one right here. Oh, look at that. And then he chases it down and gets it to Lance. He's still alive. Oh, if only he could get that one too. So Federico up by one point here. And we got a close call on the court and a little bit of confusion on what happens here. So I guess Fed wanted to challenge this call. And look at that. Fed on the sidelines looking at the live stream like, hmm, I don't know. Maybe it was a good call. So he's waiting for the call to come back. Does he pass the challenge? And he's like, wait, 15 seconds. Wait, what? It's not a timeout. I challenged it. What happened? The ref's like, oh, you challenged it? <laughs> I don't think he's Italian, but he's doing the Italian move. I love it. You think I don't want to challenge it? You think I just want to call a timeout? So after all that, he loses the challenge. He kind of got like an extra long timeout though. May have helped him. So fed up 9-8 here. He's going to get it to 10-8 on this point. He's one point away from taking this first game against Ben Johns. And so on game point, Federico Stackstrud puts it in there and gets that first game off of Ben Johns. That's huge. Finally, something interesting happening on Sunday. And so game two, Ben Johns comes out like his back's against the wall. Look at this hands battle. Oh, my goodness. You never see that in singles. Ben Johns up 2-0 to start this second game. Ben Johns gets a 4-0 lead to start this game off. And then watch this fun little sequence here. A little bit of cat and mouse back and forth. Look at that get from Ben. And then Federico just lays it in there nice and soft. Ben Johns ends up running away with this game. Look at this. He gets a 10-0 lead. Is he about to pickle him in this second game? You've got to be kidding me. And so no pickle. 
But Ben wins this one 11-2. We're going to game three. So game three, here we go. Ben John's up 1.4-3 right here. And look at all this running around. What amazing gets by both of them. Little cat and mouse, and he gets it to go. Ben John's sticking his fist up. Lucy Kovalova style. You never really see him cheering like that. And so Ben ends up getting up to an 8-3 lead. Looks like he's got this one in the bag. But Federico says, not quite yet. It's 8-4 now. Stackstrad keeps crawling back. It's 8-5 here. And look at this point. He's going left and right. What an amazing get. Able to stay alive. Puts it in. Gets back to the kitchen line. And he's going to put this one away. Ben Johns can't convert. It's 8-6 now. And so Federico Stackstrad ends up getting a one-point lead here, 9-8. He was down 8-3. Ben John's really struggling. And you can tell he's a bit tighter than he normally is. And look how pumped Ben John's is going to be right here. Screaming after that point. It's 9-9 now. And so 9-9, here we go. Federico slaps it back to get the serve on his side. All right, so 10-9, game point for Federico Stackstrad. And is he able to do it? He is! He beats Ben Johns and gets the gold medal for men's singles. Being down 8-3 in that third game, he was down 10-0 in the second game. And he crawled his way back, and he pulls it off. Huge upset. Stops Ben Johns from getting his 102nd medal of all time and stops him more importantly from getting the triple crown here in Cincinnati so congrats to Federico Stackstrad he gets the gold medal and finally somebody does something awesome on a PPA Sunday this gives us hope even though he's going MLP all right well that's gonna do it for this week's PPA coverage let's jump over to the APP we had the APP SunMed New Jersey Open in my home state love it Although not too exciting because we did have a big rain delay that prevented us from watching pretty much any pickleball on Sunday. So we got Hunter Johnson taking on Eduardo Irizarry. Somebody I've never seen play before. Watch this though. ATP. Beautiful. Chase that thing down. And guess what? They actually take this one away from him. They have refs on every line, yet somehow APP continues to get a ton of calls wrong. Hunter Johnson called that one in, too. And look at that, just diving on the court, giving it his all, trying to avoid the pickle. And watch this point. It's 8-0 for Hunter Johnson. Something happens to his paddle. I don't know exactly where. I think it was on that right there. Look at him. He's like, uh-oh. His paddle is literally snapped off at the handle. Look, he's like, it's wobbly. I'm telling you, it's broken. Oh, and there you go. Yep, completely snapped. Completely bent. Hey, you want a paddle? There you go, kid. So up 10-1 here. Look at this shot from Hunter Johnson. Grabs the line. I'm surprised the ref didn't screw this one up, too. So on the very next point, Hunter is going to win this one. 11 to 1 in the second, 11 to 4 in the first. He wins the men's gold for singles. All right, now, real quick, let's talk about women's singles for APP. Salome Davidze won because Megan Fudge got hurt. She didn't even play. So they just gave the gold to Salome Davidze. One benefit is we didn't have to hear her grunt on every shot. So that was kind of nice. 
All right, next up, let's talk mixed doubles real quick for the APP. Barr and Diescu taking on Hunter Johnson. And Allison Harris, who's filling in for Paris Todd this weekend. And man, Barr and Diescu were dominating here. And finally, once Allison Harris and Hunter Johnson score a point, they're going to call the match for Rain. They tried to stick it out, but guess what? It took too long, so they went indoors which means we don't have access to watch the games that took place. Not sure where they went, but they went somewhere indoors to finish off the match after they resumed play. We got one highlight at least out of this. Nice slam from Susanna Barr. And that's going to win it for them. They end up taking the gold against Hunter Johnson and Allison Harris. All right, next up, let's talk women's doubles. Simone and Allison Harris, who, again, filling in for Paris Todd, they win the gold medal for women's doubles against Vivian Glosman and Alex Strong. And then no highlights for this match, but Rob Nunnery and Andre Daescu, they take the gold medal for men's doubles. There was kind of a fun moment in the winner's bracket final. The Johnson twins taking on Rob Nunnery and Daescu. Look at this. What is Rob Nunnery doing? I don't get that move. We saw AJ Kohler do this a few weeks ago. I don't understand it. What is he trying to do? Like get in the way of it so maybe he hits him with his paddle? But then he ducks and moves. <laughs> Just so weird. Is he trying to distract him? Either Hunter or Yates. I don't know who it is, but whoever that was just goes for his body. All right, so that's going to do it for a recap of the APP. Before we head out of here, let's play a round of partner body bag winner off the net partner body bag winner off the net partner body bag winner off the net play a dancing winner off the net Bryson McGuffin winner off the net Haley Waters body bag body bag James Lee gotta wish body bag body bag sorry not sorry winner off the net sorry not sorry partner all right partner body bag winner off the net the game where I'm giving three people in the pickleball world and I have to decide who I want to partner with, who I would want to body bag, and who I would want to hit a winner, boop, off the net. Sorry, not sorry style. So, the three names I have for this week are, number one, Federico Stackstrud. Number two, Tyler Loon. And number three, The Streaker. Okay, who would I partner with? Who would I body bag? Who would I hit a winner off the net with? Well, I don't know. The way that Tyler threw Jimmy under the bus, I don't know if I'd want to be on the same team as somebody who would do that to their podcast teammate. And I definitely don't want to be partners with that streaker, dude. So I guess I'm going to partner with Fed. So who do I want to body bag? Who do I want to hit a winner off the net? Tyler Loon or the streaker? I mean, I got to body bag the streaker, right? We'll do it while he's running on the court, and I'll just, like, try to aim for him, get him on the run. Yeah, and then Tyler Loom, I'll hit a winner off the net. And then when I do it, I'm going to laugh at him the same way he laughed at Tyson. I'm going to make that face at him right after I hit a winner off the net. So there you go. I'm going to partner with Federico Stackstrud. I'm going to body bag that streaker, and I'm going to hit a winner off the net against Tyler Loom. All right, well, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thanks so much for watching. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that like button. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel in case you're not already. Hit that notification bell too so you get updated the minute I release an episode. Comment below 
Let me know who you would have partnered, body bag, or hit a winner off the netted. Don't forget to check out the Sorry Not Sorry Etsy store. Pick up a hat, a shirt, a sweatshirt, a towel, a water bottle, whatever you feel like to help support the show. The link is in the description below. Next week, there is no PPA or APP, but in two weeks, we're back with MLP. So next week, I'm going to go ahead and make some predictions for the upcoming MLP, even though we don't really know who's going to show up or not. Thanks so much for watching. We'll see you back next week. Take care. Forgiveness is more than saying sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Forgiveness.